listening to the All Things Good podcast. Hello and welcome to the HG podcast. Today I'm joined by Yuri Williams. Yuri is the founder of Nonprofit, a future superhero and friends. Yuri, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, you know, I, you have a great nonprofit where you do, you know, you dress up as a superhero to help, you know, uh, children battling cancer, uh, the houseless, you know, people with disabilities. Uh, it's truly, you know, amazing work, what you're doing. Uh, can maybe just tell people a little bit more about, you know, the nonprofit and what you do? Uh, basically, um, it was founded in 2017, but, um, before I was funded it on my own, uh, 2009 until 2017, when, uh, I decided to forego this uh, project, I lost my mom to cancer, uh, 2009. So I was in a, uh, I'll say depression stage for about five years. And, um, I had to find something to, you know, get out of that depression and, this nonprofit really helped me. Um, you know, we service the houseless community, uh, veterans, uh, visit ill children, special needs, and those children uh, battling uh, disabilities, or I mean, uh, battling illnesses. And, um, you know, anything that I can do to uplift humanity and help those in need, you know, even low income families, we help them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like you said, uh, you know, your mom kind of, you know, positively impacted you and kind of, um, you know, I read your story, kind of how you saw her kindness and it kind of, you know, inspired you. Uh, you know, how did that, you know, really go from, you know, like when it started from a thought to maybe reality? I mean, you know, some like what you're doing is it's big, you know, big time work. You know, I think a lot of people in the world maybe want to do good deeds, but then they don't know how to take the next step. So how did you take that first step? Um, I mean, I just got out there and did it. You know, um, I got to tell people all the time. I had, we used to live next door to, uh, in our in our building, we had all sorts of people. You know, we had the, the people, good people. You had the gang members. You had the, the, the drug dealer. You had the drug addicts. And I learned a lot from being in that, you know, area uh, where I grew up. And to see my mother fight, through all of this and, and, you know, just to be able to do what she does, you know, to help people. She was a probation officer and a lot of her clients were in the community. So, you know, she'd be driving down the street and happen to see them and pull over and yell at them and tell them, you don't need to be doing this and that and stay on them and just be kind to them at the same time. You know, she just wanted the best for everybody. And I used to see that. I even got a chance to go to work with her on the weekends inside the juvenile hall, which you can't do now, but I learned a lot from, just being with her, I sponge so much stuff and I use it to this day, you know, and her kindness is just a way of uh, of what I do. You know, I, I keep her name alive by doing what she taught me. Right. What was, you know, your first act, you know, that you did? Like, what was the kind of the first, um, you know, helping hand you lent someone and then you kind of realized, oh, maybe I should, you know, keep doing this, you know? Um, I would say probably... Uh, just being out in the, in the neighborhood and helping the houseless person, but seeing, um, growing up in LA, you see so much, I've seen so much since I was a kid till now. And 
to be able to help people in the capacity that's that's needed right now is, is a must. You know, um, we live in I live in L.A. area, and this is the most populated um, community of houseless. You know, I've been all 50 states twice, and yeah. a lot of people have it under control, but L.A. is is just starting to get out of hand. And I think the first time that I, I actually, you know, I, I was in that depression stage, and I started to uh, bought the Spider-Man costume, and I went to a 5K walk where I was able to meet a family, uh, the Diego Anzuras family, um, rest in peace, he's no longer here with us. But that day just, that, that's that's when I knew this is what I was supposed to be doing. You know, this I, I brightened up this kid's life and family. And, you know, I was able to um, send him home in a, in a good way. You know, we brought out the movie theater for Spider-Man, for him and his family and other friends. Uh, I took him to see Marvel show and, just that experience alone just just taught me this is this is what you're supposed to be doing. And ever since that day, I've been, you know, pedal to the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, amazing stuff that you're doing because, you know, you mentioned, you know, you had your own depression and, you know, probably some of the, you know, acts of kindness that you've done have helped cure, you know, your right. own depression. Right. But, you know, you're also doing amazing stuff by, you know, you're probably curing other people's depression as well, whether it's the child battling the cancer or maybe the the family as well right right i mean you know i enter these hospitals or i visit your house and i tell people all the time i'm glad i wear a mask because a lot of times i'm tearing because i'm able to see you know a child that's in pain when i first get there and then the relief after you know i start talking in a character or whatever and the parents are you know more excited than the kids and you know that's a relief for them as well you know yeah no, yeah, <laughs> you don't uh, get to wear the mask for the the tears, like you right. said. <laughs> uh, you know, you mentioned you did a, you've done a fifty states tour, I think, a couple times, I yeah. believe. Uh, you know, what was that that tour like, and kind of like, you know, I mean, making an impact in every state in the whole country. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm probably the only. I have to ask Guinness Book. Uh, only person to travel twice is once a Spider-Man, the other one is Deadpool. So I don't know if that's a record or not, but <laughs> yeah, we got to reach out to him, get you yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was a, a eye-opening experience because it was so many people that we got a chance to touch, you know, and we have, I have it all documented in video and to be able to go to each city and visit somebody and just make an impact on them. And it was a, a one a, a individual who was a veteran, um, we happened to post his video, we got him shoes and all that stuff for Christmas. And his sister actually saw the post and, you know, was able to, through that post, find him and get him off the streets, you know, and it's just little stories like that that make you feel good and you want to make you keep continue to doing what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it's pretty cool that, you know, visiting every state, you probably, um, you know, maybe just see different backgrounds that, you know, maybe not a lot of people get to see, you know, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people in certain states, maybe they only get to see what the media tells them. Right. Um, but, you know, your journey, you kind of see things firsthand, you know, each state you go to, uh, you know, what kind of inspired you along that journey? Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I had a kid uh, that committed suicide at work. Uh, I'm a correction officer in a mental health unit. And I had to seek um, therapy after that, you know, they gave me a workers' company to get therapy for that. And right. 
I remember um, doing an assignment there and I said I wanted to hug uh, one person in each state, you know, and I'll never forget that I found that paper one day and I happened to meet my brother Rodney Smith Jr. who's traveled to 50 states nine times already yeah. and I told him like, man, I want to be a part of this. And you know, that letter was just, I don't know if it, it was meant to be the, the stuff came together and then, you know, and it happened, but that I'll never forget that I said that and, you know, it, it, and it came true. All right. No, that's awesome. Yeah. No, Rodney, he's been on the, the podcast as well before he's doing some, some great work. So that's pretty cool that you guys uh, got to join up and, both just impact every state you've been to. And, you know, so did you get to hug a person in every state? Yeah, I actually did. I actually did. You maybe know. maybe Guinness Book World Record of most hugs in every state. <laughs> yeah, we, I got it. we got to reach out to him and ask him, man. <laughs> uh, you know, what makes you want to, you know, when you first started this whole journey, what has made you, like, want to impact the certain communities that you know you've chosen whether it's uh you know children battling cancer you know the houseless uh you know was it kind of any personal experience for you that decided or is that kind of who you thought needed you know the most help you know like i said um i grew up around that and i see what um you know drugs can do you know i've seen the rich person get on drugs and end up homeless you know and it's the people have this thing where they think everybody's an alcoholic or drug addict. That's um, houseless on the street, and that's not, you know, that's not necessarily true. I've seen uh, running the doctors, um, veterans, lawyers, you name it, whatever occupation you could think of, you know, somebody has become houseless. You know, you have your celebrities that were houseless and now they're uh, big time millionaires. You know, like I just hate that people look down on people and to make assumptions and you don't know their story. Everybody has a story and you, we should all learn everybody's story and not always assume. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, I've had a guest on this podcast before who helps the homeless and, you know, we've kind of talked about, it is unfortunate that it seems our society is kind of, you know, let go of those people and just doesn't want to help them at all. But, you know, as you just mentioned too, it's, you know, not, no one really just decides I want to be homeless and they'd like to just stay that way. You know, there's always some sort of internal struggle that, you know, maybe some outside perspective they just don't understand. But, you know, someone I talked with made a good point is, you know, we have to find a way to help them, but not enable them. So, and maybe in your experience, you know, you've, you know, met with a lot of these people, how can, you know, from an outside perspective, how can we help, uh, you know, these people without enabling them? Um, first is just speak to them, you know, build a relationship with them. Uh, I tell people all the time, don't just go hand out food. If you're in a rush, I understand you hand out the food and you keep pushing. But I mean, if you see this gentleman all the time, you know, find out their story and ask them, you know, how I can help you. You know, I had a gentleman that was 70 plus years old that was out here houseless, I mean, clean individual, you wouldn't even know he was houseless. And this thing was to just clean up the community or whatever. And the thing with me is I like to build a relationship with you. You know, I've, I've got a helpful Honda to come out and get him a new wagon and new clothes and all this stuff. And I want him to gain his trust. So eventually, you know, he comes to me and says, you know, I'm ready to get off the street. And before, you know, I used to pressure people like as soon as I meet him, uh, you, let's get you off the street. And 
it doesn't work like that. You know, people get right. tired of telling the same story over and over. And then, you know, just say, for instance, you're the uh, individual and I keep telling you, well, next week I'm going to get you a house and next week and next week after a while, you're going to be like, I can't trust you anymore, you know? Right. Right. And I'm sure for, you know, a lot of those people too, they, there's probably a big lack of trust that they have in someone actually helping them. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who, you know, they, they want their houses, they get lend to the hand, but then that person maybe just wants to use them for their own clout or, you know, whatever it may be. But, you know, I think that's good that, like you said, maybe just reach out and try and understand their story, maybe how they got there and, you know, take it more slowly. I, I think like, like you said, maybe if you just dive right in, it might startle them a little bit. All right. Um, you know, how was, you know, during these times COVID kind of impacted your ability to you know help others and you know how do you kind of go through that oh i still i've still been out there like uh i've been helping uh people that can uh, the elderly that can't come out i'll go grocery shopping for them uh, we've raised money to um, purchase medications for children um still out there for easter i gave away easter baskets to drop them on the step step back and you know right. it's you still have to have this some sort of interaction during this time because uh, a lot of people are at home uh, with depression and anxiety because they can't do oh, the yeah. normal things that they usually do. You know what I'm saying? And these kids that have uh, special needs and that are autistic and other um, issues going on at home, it's hard for those children as well just to sit in front of a computer, whereas they're usually used to going to a classroom and interacting with the teacher, you know? So... I just try to do as much as I can and continue um, doing as much as I can, even during this situation. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you nailed it. Like, I think it's probably even more so important during these times, uh, you know, like you said, people dealing with anxiety, depression, even more so. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm stuck in a Black Mirror episode. So <laughs> sometimes, you know, it isn't, like you said, important to, you know, help those other people during these times. And you even got a, a built-in mask too. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm good to go. <laughs> so I see you got some some stuff behind you. Is that that's my uh, personal favorites? This is my new uh, baby Yoda. <laughs> and then my uh, Mandalorian helmet and uh, Scout Trooper helmet. That, that's the, the uh, Scout Trooper one is the one I use for Christmas time. And I gave away uh, baby Yodas to uh, special needs children for Christmas. So we drove up and down uh, the California coast since we couldn't do the 50 state tour. And we gave away 144 baby Yodas to special needs children, um, children with disabilities and those battling illnesses. Awesome. Is there like a, a personal favorite for uh, the superheroes? Uh, right now it's probably uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big series right now. I am a big fan, so. <laughs> Can't wait yeah. to throw that suit on and uh, you know get the kids' reaction. Yeah, is it is it actually like a little bit heavy? I mean, I know it's probably not actually steel, but you uh, know, it's it's oh the helmet. Is it actually? It's not. It's not that heavy. Okay. Yeah, no, you could just toss it around or whatever. It's not heavy at all. Yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, if you were carrying around some Mandalorian. <laughs> oh no, no, not the real deal, no. Nah. Then you would be a true superhero. Right, right. right. 
so how can you know people if they want to reach out and you know help and maybe donate uh how can they do that uh you can visit the website www.futuresuperhero.org um i'm really trying uh next month we're going to do a uh t-shirt fundraiser because uh right now the, all of our funds are depleted from last year and basically i'm working my regular job to support the nonprofit, you know and right. i mean i tell people all the time i don't have a problem with that but if i'm able to receive donations I'll, I'll be able to do a lot more like i've done in the past you know definitely yeah hopefully we can we can help get you there soon i i know the struggle of bouncing back and forth and you know uh, but, you know, I think it's awesome what you're doing, uh, okay. you know, to end like each podcast, I like to ask a specific question to the guests. Okay. Um, and I'd love to hear your perspective. Uh, for you, what is, what is happiness? Uh, happiness is waking up and um, making a difference in your life and someone else's that you interact with that day. Mm-hmm. And how can maybe anyone listening who, you know, I mean, you're, uh, you're, skilled in helping others now you're you've been doing it you've been killing it how can other people maybe if they're who are just waiting to jump in and take a leap to help others uh you know i know you mentioned say just start uh you know maybe what's like a maybe just get out there and do a good deed or what would be your you know advice oh i would say uh watch my videos and learn from my videos uh, i'm not a, <laughs> i don't i don't say expert i like to say a specialist in this field and yep. Get in your community and see what the need is. You know, like uh, if you're living in New York and it's cold, I don't think you should be getting shorts for you know the houseless community. <laughs> so you need to get out there and find out what's the need in the community. You know, I've um, a lady reached out to me today and just just told me, you know, her students need uniforms and socks and and shoes. You know, so you need to get out there and find out what what the need is and get out there and try your best to help. But don't you know, when I first started, I'm not gonna lie to you, I would get in my bank account and go crazy, you know, cause the adrenaline rush from this, I just love it, you know, and to help people, but don't go crazy and think you're gonna be able to save everybody, you know, take your time and just start with one person and then, you know, just keep going and going from there until you got it down packed, you know? Yep, yep, kind of like a domino effect, you know, once you do one and it just, you're itching for some more, so, right. uh, you know, uh, we could use some more specialists in your <laughs> in your line of work. So uh, appreciate what you're doing and everything. Uh, so everyone who's you know listening to the podcast, make sure to check out Yuri Williams uh, on Instagram. We'll make sure to tag you. So uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.